December 30th, 2021. One more day left in 2021. Let's all hope and pray that 2022 is better than 2021. And from the looks of it, from the looks of this COVID crap, we may be headed backwards with that stuff. I uh, hope not, but uh, everybody try to stay safe out there, safe as you can. I know this is confusing because, you know, all these people that are fully vaccinated are still getting it um but yeah try to stay as safe as you can okay hope you guys had a great christmas i did we had a good christmas here at on the fly um today we're going to talk about you know we'll talk about some uh we'll talk about some christmas presents from the past that people have got and uh i'll tell you a little bit about mine too when uh that and went to see spider-man no way uh was it no way home and if you don't want any spoilers don't listen to this episode because i will tell you this this spider-man is probably the best spider-man i've i've ever seen and i'm a big spider-man fan i took my daughter and her boyfriend to see it uh that was monday before last monday before christmas and you know her boyfriend's big on on marvel stuff i am too uh, my daughter is my daughter is getting more into it she she had she liked it when she was younger and then now she's getting back into it but uh, yeah, Spider-Man: No Way Home. We'll be talking about that. Um, I'll be talking about <laughs> an order that I got from Kiss Online, and we'll be talking about how how good I'm being sarcastic here. How great their uh, service and their shipping is. I know shipping delays, but you know you'll 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 hear why in a minute. Also, we will talk about. The Motley Crue Music Madness Tournament. We're in the uh, round of 32 now. We're going to go over go over uh, the matchups and how they got there, and how you know some surprises, some not so surprising. But you know, those first the first two rounds. When we do a tournament like this. The first two rounds are pretty much you know you may get a surprise here and there, but not not really surprised it's pretty lopsided but uh 
we'll talk about that. We'll go through that. I'm uh, going to tell you, I put a I put a thing on my Facebook, on my personal Facebook page about, and I put it on Twitter too, about Roku or Fire Stick because I, it's been a long and winding road with this thing. But finally, if you haven't listened to us before, we I live in a very small town, probably about 90 folks in this town in, in, in eastern North Carolina. And ever since I've been here, you know, we never got cable. DirecTV came along. That helped us. Uh, they didn't want to bring cable here. Uh, they never, if, and I'm a commissioner in, in, in this town, they never wanted to bring internet here. We have a, uh, a provider that pretty much skipped right over us and in, in every direction that you can think, uh, you have to be a certain, certain, I guess certain mile or certain distance from their box, or you can't get it. If you're if you're past that, you can't get it. And we are past that in every direction. And I've talked to them till I was blue in the face. And you know, when it looked like I wasn't, gonna, we weren't going to have a chance to get anything hired. Another another provider came along and is uh, they've already laid the cable. And uh, Nick, last I think it was was it. Christmas, it was the 17th, 17th of December. I made, uh, I got a phone number, made a call, which set up high-speed internet installation for January the 7th. So we will be moving into the next century out of the Stone Age in our town with with our internet because, uh, and I'm trying to get everything ready and I'm looking at things, and which I've, I've got, I did buy, a lot of people said Roku was the way to go. I got some Roku players. I got I did get one Fire Stick because you know there was some advantages to a Fire Stick too. What I heard, so Amazon had a good sale on them. So went ahead and picked picked some up. Really excited about it because there's a lot of things I can do with this podcast that I couldn't do before. You know, doing a Zoom interview was scary at times. You know, I, I got through some, but. The lag was so bad, and then you you thinking about. I actually had a, a a interview, a Zoom interview, a couple of weeks ago, on my sports podcast, Final Score, and I had to cut it off. I had to stop because it kept cutting off. It cut off three different times, and I just finally had to reschedule it. And I told the guy that you know after after we get this internet, I'll if you are willing, I'll get you back on and uh fortunately he was a nice enough nice guy and he, he agreed so we're gonna get uh some interviews some zoom stuff on here uh, man it's gonna be great but really really that that was the best christmas present this year you know you got your family of course everybody won't no one to get sappy or nothing but you got your family around that's a great christmas present of course um but <laughs> it's it's been a long time coming. I'll put it that way, and to, and to finally catch up with everybody, and you know, because you, you see all these people talking. Did you see this on on Netflix? Did you see this? Or did you stream this? Honestly, dude, HughesNet is what we have, and they they cap 
if you go over, like, first of all, if you stream, you're going to buffer like crazy. And then if you go over the cap, which isn't that much, I forgot what it is, you pretty much get bumped down to, like, dial-up. And today, like a day like today where it's overcast, cloudy, and they're talking about rain, it's going to be spotty in and out. You, you're going to have good. Like last night, we had a we had some rain come through, and it was it was not good. It really wasn't good. But we've got some stuff coming up in 2022 on the fly. We'll talk about that before we get off the air. Anyway, let's get to Christmas. You know, you guys, I hope you got some good Christmas presents. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the Christmas presents that people got in the past. I know, I, well, I'll save mine till, till after I talk about theirs. Hold on. All right, first of all, we'll start out on Twitter. Ingvi Swain, my buddy on there, he's going to be, he's going to be coming over and, and helping me out on uh, some podcast in 2022. Said when I was 13 years old, I got a Tandy TRS-80 Color Computer 2. Endless hours of gameplay in Dungeons of Daggerith and Color Baseball. You know, I I got a for one year. I got a. It was just the Tandy. I don't I don't know what it was. TRS was it, was it a TRS-80? I think it just it was one that you just hooked up to your TV, and uh, pretty much. I don't know. It, it it wasn't a lot you could do with it. It had some games for it, but you know nothing like what we got now. And but I loved it. You know that, that was I think that was like my fourth grade or fifth grade year. I got that. Uh, Brian Scherer, TV milestone guitar, Christmas '83. Wow. And then John Jay, my first bicycle. Yeah, I remember getting a bicycle. And there's pictures of me sitting on the bicycle and because for a while i i don't know what how old i was seven or eight and for a while i wouldn't i wouldn't try to learn it for some reason then finally when i did i guess i knew why i didn't try to learn how to do it was because uh I, you know I, I was i finally got the nerve up to do it and we lived across the street from my school and it was a big parking lot over there and this was it must have been the summertime when nobody was there because i went over there to rode around in there and I guess I couldn't get my handle on the brakes, and I went, ended up going in a ditch. Luckily, it didn't hurt myself then, but we also had a road beside my house. It was a, it wasn't really a road. It was just goes back. It went back to like the um, where they checked the water for the for the town and all this stuff. And <laughs> it was rock, and it had just been put rock had just been put down. Fresh rock had been put down. So I decided to go down there and hit a rock. And it stopped me, stopped me big time. It flipped me over the handlebars, and I went head first in rock. And, you know, I didn't cry or anything until my granddad came out and <laughs> put his handkerchief out, and, you know, I saw blood, and I screamed. I cried so hard. But, you know, it just shows you, you know, until you see something like that, you, it's funny what your mind will do to you. But, yeah, my first bike, I remember, it was a red one, but... It lasted a while, and I, after a while, I got the hang of it, and I, I, I rode it everywhere around this town. With this small town we live in, you could ride all over the place and not have to worry about anything. So, on Facebook, my buddy Bruce Pittman, the barber, 
Nintendo. Yes, sir. I get, you know, and I think everybody about our age, and I think Bruce is close to my age. At that, that time, Nintendo was a thing. You know, Super Mario Brothers. I think I'm trying to remember the games we got when we got Super Mario. We got the skiing game with Slalom, Pro Wrestling, and I can't remember what the other one. We got that stupid robot. You remember the robot? What was it? And it had the game. Uh, was it Gyromite? I could never, you know, because the screen would flash when you hit a button, I think, and would tell tell the robot what to move, and you, it was little spinny things. That thing never worked. I remember getting called over to a guy's house. It ended up being my best friend in high school to help him with it. And I was like, I went over there, but I don't know how much help I was. But it That robot drove me crazy. Um, Greg Acre, he's going to be doing some podcasts with us uh, from uh, Bearded Brothers and definitely Nintendo slash PlayStation. You know, talked about Nintendo. I didn't get PlayStation for... Uh, Christmas. I think I I was working then, so I bought one of my own. But uh, PlayStation was definitely a, a, a thing. You know, I was big into the into the video games, and we'll, we'll have to talk about that someday. Uh, Laura Smith, my Cabbage Patch Dolls, and Atari. Now, let me tell you, Atari twenty six hundred fifty two hundred. I remember we got those, at, of course, at different times for Christmas. Um, I liked fifty two hundred better. I don't know why, but, you know, Atari 2600 was great. You know, you just had the simple joystick, button, not 50,000 buttons like you got today. Uh, but <laughs> I'll tell you a funny story. Uh, Christmas, and I hope no kids are listening. I don't think any kids are listening. Uh, Christmas one year, this is like maybe three, maybe a, a couple weeks before Christmas. Um we were, we were getting ready to get out of school. I think we had gone a half a day or something. We came up up to the store in town, and the post office was right beside that, me and my brother. And he was like 11 or 12. I was like 8. And we stopped in the post office. The lady gave us a package, and it was from Sears. I remember it. We got home, and I look, and he's opening the package. I said, what are you doing? And he said, I'm opening this thing. He said, it's not, it was, you know, it was, of course it was addressed to my mom or my dad. So he opened it, <laughs> and it was an it was a tar game. It's Pitfall. I know if you played a tar, you know what Pitfall is. So he got it. Not only did he open that up, see it, he opened the game up and started playing it. Of course, I started. I joined in, but uh, I don't know how my parents didn't know because we we put the package, we taped it back up and put it on their. Uh, put it in their room and then we knew where it was at so we kept getting it back out and retaping it it was like a whole roll of tape on that thing before it was over but uh and then when we got it christmas morning we were playing it and of course we knew everything we were supposed to do and my dad was like god you guys really know how to play that and he said it's like y'all been playing it i was like no we ain't never played it before never played it before till the day <laughs> but uh yeah Atari's and the 5200 i really loved the 5200 um, wish I could get my hands on a 5200 or, or or something that to play like that. 5200s were great. Had the had the joystick. It was a little bit smaller, but it, it had a longer pad with with numbers on it and and buttons on the side. That was that was so cool. 
Um, Kathleen Stone, my Bay City Roller friend, and the author. If you haven't checked her out, check her out on uh, Facebook. She's got some some uh, some books out. I think she just had a book out. We're gonna have to get her back on and talk about her new book. Kathleen Stone, my dance arena doll. Now, I wouldn't have any knowledge of a dance arena doll. And the Cabbage Patch doll, they freaked me out. I didn't. You remember how crazy people were back then over that? They were fighting over Cabbage Patch dolls. And I did, just the other day, now this brings that up. I'm was last night. I was looking on on my uh, Facebook, and there was a video. I think it come from TikTok or something. Somebody put it up there. These two women fighting over the last turkey. And then one woman gives up and said, well, if you're going to take the turkey, I'm going to take your cart. <laughs> what are they, like six years old or something like that? It's stupid stuff like that. I, you know, this world these days. Uh, Steve Turner, dirt bike. You know, we, we had a, uh, my brother got a go-kart one year. And uh, I, don't, I don't know how long we had it. And so, all of a sudden, it was missing. Somebody stole it. I don't know if we ever found it. We reported it. I don't know if they ever found it or not, but I ended up getting one July 4th. My dad won a raffle. It was one with a race car body on it. And, man, that, that thing was sweet. But, of course, my brother decides, let's take the body off of it. And then that messed up the whole thing. Uh, wish we'd have never done it. That was, a, that was pretty sweet. Kim Lafferty, a birthstone ring. Never got one of those, but oh yeah. My buddy, Monkey, Stephen Glover, a Raider starter jacket. And yes, we went to school together. Just, I, he wore that many a day. He wore that thing out. He definitely got his money's worth out of, of that Raider starter jacket. But, you know, Christmas, and there's so many gifts. You know, Star Wars, I, I got tons of Star Wars stuff. I wish I'd have kept it in good shape. Uh, I would get Kiss albums. Um, I would get them for Easter, too. What else was some stuff we got? You know, I had all the Star Wars stuff. I had the Death Star. I had the Snow Speeders. I had the X-Wing, Millennium Falcon. I still have the Darth Vader case that carried all the action figures. I still have some of the action figures, too. Um, but I don't know how my parents did that. I, w I remember they would always tell us, before you go into the the room where all the stuff where Santa Claus left stuff, you come wake us up. And I was I wasn't gonna sleep late. Not at all. I was up at three thirty, four o'clock and uh you know, I actually one year went in there and sat there for like forty five minutes to but just looking at the stuff before I woke them up and I was like, Wow, you know. It's nothing like waking up Christmas morning when you're a kid and seeing everything out there. You know, we got so much good stuff. It's hard to really, you know, I can remember getting my first Walkman, uh, getting, shoot, I, the older I got, the more music came along with it, you know, cassette tapes. I remember getting a big, you remember the double cassette things where you could record, you could get a tape from somebody and you could make a copy of it. <clears throat> and I I did that and don't come arrest me but I got a double decker cassette tape like holder it was like a suitcase and I had that thing full I took that thing we did had a lot of trips 
trips at school, like going to football games, going to basketball games, and I was pretty much the DJ then. Surprise, surprise. But uh, so many good things. And I uh, hope, hope you guys had a great Christmas and hope you got some good things this year. And uh, make some memories. That's the, that's the main thing. Memories are the, are the main thing about Christmas. All right, so let's move on. Let's talk about Mass Singer. Did you guys watch Mass Singer? I, I, I've got to admit, I've watched it. I love it. Last, I think I caught on a little late. I think the year, of course, Chris Daltrey was on that year, and I think I caught it then, and I started watching it after that. Just and it really the main thing is I love to do is guess who is under the mask, which everybody does. But me and my daughter watch it a lot. And Mass Singer came to an end, and uh, I have to say, I think we were. I think we did pretty good. You know, my daughter guessed Willie Robinson from Duck Dynasty as the Mallard, and uh, we both were talking about Jewel, who ended up winning was Queen of Hearts. But you know, there was there was a lot, and I, some of them I'm not I, I didn't know who they were even after they unmasked. But you know, I think Faith Evans was the skunk. Um, geez, I'm trying to remember, I didn't know the runner-up. I didn't know who the bull was, but. If you get a chance to watch Mass Singer and do it, I mean, it's just fun to if you're if you're into music, you, you'll love it. It's it's just fun to watch and try to guess who who it is. But uh, Mass Singer comes to an end. I'm sure it'll be on again real soon. Uh, but let's talk a little bit about Kiss and my adventures with Kiss Online. Order the Kiss 40th Anniversary Destroyer box set. I pre-ordered it back in. September. Now, this was supposed to be what the sometime in November it was supposed to come. Got the email about it, everything, and um, no, it doesn't come. I get another email saying they were, they were experiencing delays. But then a, a friend of mine online had ordered it from Amazon, got it the day it was supposed to come out. Now, I know there's going to be shipping delays. I realize that with everything going on the way it is. But when you're the official website of the band that's in question here, and you can't get the stuff, Amazon gets it there, you can't get it there on time. I finally got it, I think it was December the 20th, I got it. So almost a month late. And almost a month after people from Amazon, so many people from Amazon were getting it. And this is, you know, this isn't the first time I've had that. You know, there was another, another something I ordered from there that was that was late again, and people from Amazon that ordered off Amazon were getting it. So definitely some issues with Kiss Online. I don't know if I'll be dealing with Kiss Online anymore after that. But uh, Kiss, you got, I don't know if you hear this, Paul and Gene, you need to get your uh, your shipping department straight. All right, Spider-Man: No Way Home. Right now, if you don't, if you haven't seen it, and you don't want to hear it. You need to mute or just don't cut it off. Well, you've already started listening. Don't cut the show off. Just just mute it for a little while. The best Spider-Man I've ever seen, and I'm a big Spider-Man fan. Like I said before, I, I would love the first three with Tobey Maguire and uh, Kirsten Dunst, um, but of course, if you don't know the story, 
his Mysterio from the last movie revealed Peter Parker as Spider-Man. So everybody knew who he was, and they were he was like public enemy number one. He had to go into hiding. It was affecting his friends, you know, kept him and his friends from getting into college. So he decides to go to uh, Doctor Strange and get a spell to make people forget he was Spider-Man. But then he changed. He he keeps changing everything while, while the spell, so it can, kind of messes things up and brings the multiverse out. And I, you knew this was coming. And I think you're really going to see the multiverse thing come of age with Marvel now. It's already you're already starting to see it in uh, in previews of other movies that are coming out. So all these villains from other Spider-Man movies like William Defoe was there as Green Goblin Alfred Molina as, as Doc Ock Jamie Foxx as Electro uh, I can't remember the loser guy but you know from Amazing Spider-Man uh, who else did they have? Sandman Sandman was there so all these villains are there and they don't know why they're there and it you know, it ends up being a good story Eventually, you see all three of the Spider-Mans, which I thought was so cool. Um, and, when, and the part where Tom Holland says, you know, when Aunt May, and if you don't want to hear a spoiler, don't listen right here, especially. Aunt May passed away, and she had told him before she passed away that with great power, and Tobey Maguire says, comes great responsibility, because all of them knew it. And that was a, a, one of my favorite moments of the whole movie. So, of course, you know, if you watch Spider-Man, you watch Amazing Spider-Man 2. Uh, Andrew Garfield, who played Spider-Man in that series. In the second one, in the last one, they didn't make another one. His girlfriend was Gwen Stacy, and she fell, and he didn't catch her in time. He caught her, but her head hit the ground. She ended up dying. Well, there was a part in this movie... MJ is fallen, and when Tom Holland's Spider-Man goes after her, he gets knocked away, and Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man ends up catching her, and you know you can tell it's like redemption for him, and he gets kind of emotional, and it, that was that was a pretty pretty cool moment for me too, but seeing the Spider-Man's fight against these villains and was pretty cool, you know seeing all three of them together and some of the a lot a lot of good humor and the the ending, while it isn't what you want, you know, he ends up making a, making a, you know, telling Doctor Strange that to save, save the Earth, the only way to keep the other villains from coming in, just make it where everybody forgets who Peter Parker is. Even his, even MJ, who was his girlfriend, and, uh, and Ned, who was his best friend. So he go, he actually goes to them and tells them, you're going to forget me. That's the only way we can stop this. And, that, of course, they don't want to do it. And But the ending is pretty good, you know, because he's pretty much on his own. Can't go back to school. You see he's taking, he's going to take his GED. Uh, and he's, he's in pretty much the same apartment that Tommy Wilde was in in Spider-Man 2 and 3. And I was waiting for the landlord to come up and say, rent rent and he'll you know he'll say something about you you get your rent when you fix this door uh but yeah it it was like i said best spider-man movie 
that I've seen. And I would definitely go back and see it again. If you guys looking, of course, after I've told you about all this, you probably don't want to go see it now. But if if you just get a chance, go see it. I'm telling you, uh, it is setting records. I, I forgot how many billions of dollars they said it was doing now. But, you know, it's just kicking. It's kicking butt. And the end credits, to let you know, you know, all Marvel movies have end credits. A scene in the end credits. This one has two because we were getting up and after the first one and get ready to go, and one of the uh, one of the workers said, "Don't go yet. There's another one right at the end." So we stayed. Of course, we stayed and watched, and yeah, there was another one. But yeah, if you get a chance, go see Spider-Man: No Way Home. I guarantee you, if you're a Marvel fan, if you're a superhero fan, or you're just a fan of movies. You'll like that, unless you like them sappy love stories or something like that. But uh, you'll love it. Alright, let's get to what we came here for, the main event. If you follow me on Twitter, you know that I like to do a lot of these brackets. And we've done, as far as bands go, I think we did Tesla, we've done Journey, and we've done some billboard charts. You know, we take a week and a certain year, certain week and a certain year, and we'll pit the top 64 against it. So it's March Madness style, like NCAA tournament style. And you guys get to vote. If you're on Twitter, you get to vote. I'm sorry, Facebook people, I can't do a poll on Facebook. I don't think I can. I mean, unless if you know how I can get a poll on Facebook, we'll do one on Facebook. But on Twitter, you follow me, you'll see it. And this time, we did the Motley Crue Music Madness. That's what we called it. 64 songs going up against each other. And, you know, the top 10 seeds... Let's see what the, let me pull out my book. So, let's see, number 10. Where is it at here? Getting old, it's bad, you guys. Number 10 was Don't Go Away Mad. Number 9 was Looks at Kill. Number 8, where are you at, buddy? Number 8 was Same Old Situation. Number 7 was Girls, Girls, Girls. Number six was Wild Side. Number five was Live Wire. Number four, Shout at the Devil. Number three was Dr. Feelgood. Number two, Home Sweet Home. And number one was Kickstart My Heart. So they were the top ten seeds. And then we just filled in with, you know, may not have been accurate rankings as far as the rest of them, but I think it was pretty close. And uh, get through the first round. Let's go with this bracket kickstart my heart took on hollywood ending and then you had raise your hands to rock power versus power to the music then tonight we need a lover versus rattlesnake shake on with the show versus danger looks at kill versus glitter 
Misunderstood versus Take Me to the Top. Saints of Los Angeles versus Fight for Your Rights. And same old situation versus Rock and Roll Junkie. So we get to the results. Kickstart my heart. Number one seed. No surprise. Gets the win there. Raise Your Hands Rock gets the win over Power to the Music. Tonight We Need a Lover versus Rattlesnake Shake. Rattlesnake Shake wins. Then you got On With the Show versus Danger. On With the Show gets a win. Looks a Kill versus Glitter. Looks a Kill, no surprise there. Take Me to the Top versus Misunderstood. I was kind of surprised at this, and I think a lot of these from the 94 album with John Sarabi, a lot of these songs aren't going to get what they deserve because, and I've said it before, it's a great album. Definitely a great album. I think a lot of people don't give it a chance because it doesn't sound like a Motley Crue album. But if you look, almost every album after Shout of the Devil was a bit was a change for Motley Crue. You know, Theater Pain was a big change from Shout of the Devil. Then Girls, Girls, Girls was a change. Then Doctor Feelgood was what the perfect album. You know, it was a change after each one of these albums. So not that. Not that bad. So, Misunderstood loses. Take me to the top. Go, moves on. Uh, Saints of Los Angeles versus Same Old Situation. Saints of Los Angeles versus Fight for Your Rights. Saints of Los Angeles win. And then Same Old Situations versus Rock and Roll Junkie. Same Old Situation gets the win. Now, let's go to the next bracket. Then we'll update from uh, from the net to the next round after this. We'll do the matchups there. Shout at the Devil versus City Boy Blues. Shout at the Devil wins. Bastard versus Bad Boy Boogie. Bastard gets a win. Without You versus Ride with the Devil. Without You wins. Too Fast for Love versus Anarchy in the UK. Too Fast for Love. Public Enemy number one versus Knock'em Dead Kid. Knock'em Dead Kid with the upset. Hooligans Holiday versus Merry-Go-Round. And a 94, a song from the 94 album gets a win. Hooligans Holiday moves on. Afraid versus Love Shine. Afraid gets a win. Kind of disappointed there. Livewire versus All in the Name of. Livewire gets the win. So let's move on to the next bracket. Home Sweet Home versus Dancing on Glass. Home Sweet Home. Yeah, you knew, you knew that was going to happen. Toast of the Town versus Time for Change. Toast of the Town wins. Piece of Your Action versus Louder Than Hell. Louder Than Hell with the win. Ten Seconds to Love versus Five Years Dead. Ten Seconds to Love gets the win. Don't Go Away Mad versus Uncle Jack. Don't Go Away Mad moves on. Starry Eyes versus You're All I Need. I was kind of surprised at this, too, because You're All I Need is not really a what you would call a great Motley Crue ballad. I mean, it's a ballad. But, you know, This was a song that was so MTV wouldn't even play because it was so violent and graphic. Uh, and if you watch the version, it doesn't really look that bad. I guess compared to now, it's not that bad. Back then, it probably was. If I Die Tomorrow versus Bitter Pill, If I Die Tomorrow wins. Girls, Girls, Girls versus Drag Strip, strip Superstar, and Girls, Girls, Girls gets a win. Dr. Feelgood versus Save Our Souls, and Dr. Feelgood, no surprise there. Poison Apples versus Keep Your Eye on the Money, and I was surprised at this, too. I like Poison Apples. Keep Your Eye on the Money gets the win. Smoking in the Boys Room versus Red Hot, Smoking gets the win. Too Young to Fall in Love versus Smoke the Sky. Too Young to Fall in Love moves on. Primal Scream versus Going Out Swinging. Primal Scream, of course, gets a win. Helter Skelter versus Dancing on Glass. And Helter Skelter moves on. 
Come on and dance versus Wild Side. No, come on and dance versus Sick Love Song. I'm going moving ahead. Come on and dance gets the win. Wild Side versus Slice of Your Pie. Wild Side, of course, gets the win. Now we're going to move on to the round of 32. Let's get these up. This is going to be, I'm going to update these as I go along. All right, so the first matchup, Kickstart My Heart versus Raise Your Hands to Rock. No surprise here. Kickstart My Heart gets the win. Um, getting 85% of the vote. Yeah, raise Your Hands to Rock didn't stand a chance. And then Rattlesnake Shake versus On With The Show. Kind of an upset here to me. I thought Rattlesnake Shake might move on, but On With The Show gets 55% of the vote and moves on to take on Kickstart My Heart. All right, next up, Looks at Kill versus Take Me To The Top. And then a one-sided, 84% of the vote, Looks at Kill moves on. Um, same old situation versus Saints of Los Angeles. Getting 67% of the vote, same old situation moves on. So it would be same old situation versus Looks at Kill in the next round. Next up, Shout at the Devil takes on Bastard. And another one-sided one here. 84% of the votes shout at the devil moves on, and they'll take on Too Fast for Love, who whips without you with 73% of the votes. So shout at the devil versus Too Fast for Love in the next round. Next up, Knock 'em Dead Kid takes on Hooligans Holiday, and 68% of the vote Knock 'em Dead Kid moves on. So that ends the 94 album Chance to Win, unfortunately. Uh, Hooligans Holiday bows out with only 33% of the vote. That'll knock them dead kick will take on the winner of Live Wire versus The Fray, which Live Wire has no problem there, getting 84% of the vote. So we got Live Wire versus Knock them dead kick coming up. All right, Home Sweet Home versus Toast of the Town. And no surprise here, Home Sweet Home with 86% of the vote gets past Toast of the Town. It's 10 Seconds of Love versus Louder Than Hell. 10 Seconds Love will move on to take on Home Sweet Home with 69% of the vote. This should be an interesting matchup, especially for me. These are two of my favorite Molly Cruz songs right here. Home Sweet Home versus 10 Seconds of Love. Should be interesting to see how the voting goes here. Then you got the battle of, kind of like a battle of ballads. I don't know if you consider Don't Go Away Mad a ballad, but it's, it's pop rock versus You're All I Need. Don't Go Away Mad with 78% of the vote moves on. They'll take on the winner of Girls, Girls, Girls versus If I Die Tomorrow. And Girls, Girls, Girls easily moves on with 74% of the vote. So Girls, Girls, Girls versus Don't Go Away Mad. These are the matchups where it's going to get a little bit tougher to vote on. It should be a little bit closer votes here. Uh, I'm really looking forward to this. Let's go move on to the next matchup. Dr. Feelgood taking on Keep Your Eye on the Money. And Dr. Feelgood, I thought it would be worse than this, but evidently some people like Keep Your Eye on the Money. 82% of the vote for Dr. Feelgood there. And they move on to take on the winner of Too Young to Fall in Love versus Smoking in the Boys' Room. And it looks like smoking's going down. Too Young to Fall in Love moves on with 72% of the vote. So it's Dr. Feelgood versus Too Young to Fall in Love. So let's look at look at the last group we've got here, the last group of matchup. Primal Scream versus Helter Skelter. Primal Scream moves on. With 58% of the vote, one of the closer matchups of this round. Uh, but Primal Scream will go on to face either Wild Side or come on a dance. Wild Side has no problem. 89, almost 90% of the vote goes to Wild Side. 
and uh, it'll be Wild Side versus Primal Scream. So let's look at these matchups now for our Sweet 16 of this tournament. Kickstart My Heart versus On With The Show. Looks A Kill versus Same Old Situation. Shout At The Devil versus Too Fast For Love. Knock Em Dead Kid versus Livewire. Home Sweet Home versus 10 Seconds Of Love. Don't Go Away Mad versus Girls, Girls, Girls. Dr. Feelgood versus Too Young to Fall in Love. And Primal Scream versus Wildside. Let's get the breakdown. I'm going to get a breakdown of how many, what's, what, uh, what album had the most songs in the Sweet 16 right now. So let's start from the bottom. Decade of Decadence with Primal Scream had one. Theater of Pain with uh, Home Sweet Home had one. Then you go to Girls, Girls, Girls had two. Too Fast for Love had three. Dr. Feelgood with four. Shout at the Devil leading the way with five. So, like I said, guys, follow me on Twitter at OnTheFly. Get in there and vote. I'm going to increase the, the amount of time you got to vote on this one this time because we're, we're doing our podcast, and we're only going to update the, the brackets each week that we do a podcast so we can keep you updated. So you're going to have plenty of time to vote. Share, like, retweet if you're out there. Uh, hopefully we can get a lot of votes this time. We got, we got a good amount of votes on some. Not as many as I've had for some, but usually in the first few rounds, you don't get as many votes. But, guys, we're going to uh, do more of these. And like I said, On The Fly is going to have some more stuff coming in, in 2022. We're going to be able to do a lot more. I'm getting getting out there with uh, some people. If you're a fan of uh, country music, you may see some more country music. We did uh, Zeus from the Shadow Out Loud cast. If you haven't checked out that episode, we did what we thought was our top 10 albums of the 90s, country music. And uh, we do all kinds of music here. We may do, you may even see some old school rap here. I'm not going to do the new stuff, but old school rap, you may see some of that up here. But follow me on Twitter, follow me on Facebook. We'll get you in the On the Fly group on Facebook. But uh, reach out to me, DM me on Facebook or on Twitter, or you can email me at the Final Score Entertainment at gmail.com. And, guys, if you go anywhere you find this podcast, wherever you're listening to this podcast, uh, how about leave me a five-star review? Subscribe. Even if you don't listen to it, subscribe. It'll do me a it'll do me a, a tremendous favor, and it'll be a belated Christmas present for me. If you could do that for me, I really would appreciate it. Uh, next week, we'll talk about the who went on, moved on from the Sweet 16. We'll talk about some music news and uh, – Let's see. Next week at this time, I won't quite have the internet. So that will probably be our last on the fly with uh, that we do like this. So you may see you may see the on the fly YouTube channel become uh, a lot a lot of a lot more stuff on the on the fly YouTube channel. Anyway, you guys have a great week. Have a happy New Year. Be safe. We all want to see you two times. Like Paul Sanders said, we all want to see you back here next time. You guys have a great week. Happy New Year. I'm out of here.